Before we get going here, got to talk about our proud partner, Rawlings Canada. For over 130 years, Rawlings has been the most trusted brand in diamond sports. Every Rawlings product is carefully crafted with the finest materials available and assembled, weighed, measured, tested, and inspected for the highest possible level of quality and consistency. I can tell you firsthand how good their product is. The glove I've been wearing since 2014 is Hopi's Rawlings glove that he got in 2000. Think about that. I'm wearing a glove that will be 24 years old this summer. If that doesn't tell you just how good their product is, I don't know what will. Rawlings, check them out wherever you get your ball gear. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. What is going on? Hope everyone had a fantastic week. Welcome to episode 155 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Man, what an episode we have for you this week as Hopi and I sat down and chatted with two-time ISC world champion with the Tampa Bay Smokers, two-time Pan Am Games gold medalist with Team Canada, as well as Softball Canada, Softball Nova Scotia, Sport Nova Scotia Hall of Famer, and the East Hands Hall of Fame as well. And he's got a lot of Hall of Fames. The one and only Todd King. The fact it took us this long to get Todd on the podcast is ridiculous, considering, you know, he lives under an hour away from us. But you know what? Doesn't matter because we got him on now and it's an awesome chat. King has such a fantastic career in the game. As I just mentioned a few of his accomplishments a couple seconds ago, we can add to the fact that he was an MVP and top hitter at the 94 Canadian Senior Nats in Saskatoon, three-time All-Canadian, and took home a national title on home soil in St. Croix with the Halifax Jaguars in 1998. We're going to talk to Todd about getting a start right here in the East Dance Minor Ball System, playing for the legendary Tommy Doucette in 1989 at the Canada Games, the start of the powerhouse Halifax Keese, his time with the Tampa Bay Smokers, and so much more. This was such an awesome episode from one of the best our province has ever produced for our great game. I know you're all going to enjoy this one. So enough of my talking. This is Outside the Shoot, and anything goes. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom. Could you, could you say that anything goes that <laughs> just excited to be here my friend yes sir got through the snow the snowmageddon hey, you had to park somewhere else tonight yeah i was actually parking up in the uh the upper cross so i'm feeling like i'm pretty important tonight yeah sorry. until bill comes out and moves my truck on me but <laughs> yeah man the snow wow eh you know what's crazy on that on friday morning i looked at the forecast and for the whole weekend they were calling for 10 to 20 centimeters like that was for the whole cent- whole weekend jesus they missed that, that changed <laughs> i guess i guess this holy man cow. that changed i guess it did i I'm, I'm not sure what we got total i saw some i know cape Breton got hammered like 100 and something 150 i think the airport said 84 yeah uh guy on the hockey team that works at the airport yeah he said 84 
centimeters is what it, wow. they got. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And it wasn't so much the, the amount of snow. It was the freaking blowing of the snow on Sunday and Monday. It was nuts. Unreal. But you know what's weird? It's winter. <laughs> and we hadn't had any snow up to that point. We had a, our entire winter in three days. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I have a feeling it might turn out to be like 2015. Where oh, shit. I hope not. And we got bombed in 2015. That's when my pool collapsed. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't want that to happen. No. Mind you, we're supposed to be 10 oh, degrees yeah. this coming Sunday. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. My daughters were actually at a, a dance competition in Fredericton, which is like a I don't know. Typically from home, it's about a three and a little bit hour drive. Mm -hmm. And they left from Acadia. It took them seven hours to get there from Acadia. They left on the Friday, but I guess it was blowing somewhere. They were supposed to go home Saturday night. They got home Monday night. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So they got stuck in Fredericton another night. Then they made it as far as Moncton. They got stuck in Moncton and then came home. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But they're home safe though. Speaking of your daughters. Yeah. What a video. That was amazing. Jeez, man. Our boy classified. Yeah. I'm, uh, I was so proud of that. I actually called the, I was talking to Luke, sorry, via text. And I I just said, I thanked him again, just because, I mean, it means a lot to me to see my daughters dancing. Obviously it's always has very proud of all my kids. And, but when I watched it to the music that Luke was providing, it just kind of blew me away. And I thanked him for it because in one day that 18,000 views. That's great. 18,000 views. Yeah. That's a lot. And again, my daughters, not saying because they're my daughters, but they are very talented dancers yeah. and, and hats off to my wife for teaching them. I, I like to claim that I taught them a lot, but <laughs> yeah. that's not the case. <laughs> Maybe the hammer dance a little bit, but, um, I just, I did thank Luke and Luke said that, uh, well, Luke thanked me back and said, you know, that video was trending better than his actual video was at that time. <laughs> and he said to me, thanks for making them. I was like, Thanks. Uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> 22 years ago. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm very, very proud for sure. Yeah, they got, uh, it, I, well, I messaged you right away after. I yeah, it yeah, I, yeah. I posted on our outside the shoot Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow, that is just, it, it's like a, it was almost like a, for, as far as our podcast, it was like a full circle thing because your yeah. twins and then Luke's, we have Luke's music. Exactly. And, and yeah. It's just, I was like, that yeah. is so awesome. And so, the song. The song is man, fantastic. I love the song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've listened to it 900 <laughs> yeah. times, so yeah. I know all the words. I'm not going to sing it though. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Wait. listen, um, I was I was going to announce a Kenzie update today. Um, unfortunately, Jen didn't, was a, wasn't able to get back to me today. Uh, I don't know if they're out in the woods building their cottage or what's going on, huh. but Jen did respond to me uh, earlier today, said she'd get back, but she hasn't. At the same time, we're still always praying for Kenzie. So mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on, uh, you know, praying for Kenzie and the family. So yeah. I just don't have well, that. Well, right now. No news would be good news. Well, that's what they've always said. Yeah, yeah no news is good news. So let's yeah. just keep praying for them. And we have a, another prayer. To yeah, give so uh, we just wanted to send out our prayers uh, to the Bellafontaine family from uh, Eastern Shore, I believe. Yeah. So Lee is uh, uh, Lee Bellafontaine is a uh, a big cog in the slow pitch world in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um, I don't personally know the guy, uh, but I have, I've been, you know, a couple of people reached out to me just to kind of, you know, wish him good will, I guess. Lee was involved in a, in an accident with his two kids, actually two of his kids in the car. They weren't hurt, but Lee actually had to have a, a leg amputated yeah, and, um, he's going through some more stuff right now. Uh, we just want to send uh, out our prayers on behalf of outside the shoot. And yep. of course the softball community. Hopefully it gets, uh, gets yeah, better. Yeah. gets better for sure. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible uh, news. Terrible news. Yes, for sure. Uh, winter classic. Man. Fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Great ball. I love, you know, it's just January and you get to yeah. sit back on the coach. Yeah. Crack a cold one. And just watch good the ball boys. players too. It's so yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. You wish you were there. He'll of course, uh, come up with the win there over the gremlins. Yeah. Three, nothing, Three nothing finals. Yeah. They, yeah. they were claiming Marco Diaz hit 86. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, 
he did or he didn't. It's <laughs> he looked like he was throwing gas, yeah. but eighty six is a pretty high number, especially in January. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fun to watch. It yep. was good. Uh, our buddy Scope was playing with the Gremlins down there, and he did well. Yeah, some mop up rolls and what have you, and yeah. I'm sure he had fun. I was talking to Whitey today. Just um, you sitting down there. It was like 20, 29 degrees uh, almost every day. Perfect. Yeah. Come back to this. Except for the big man. Yeah. Scove don't like that. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fun to watch though. Do you have anything else written down there? Yeah. So uh, just some some moves. Uh, thank oh, you right. Yeah. So, thank you to Softball Premier TV. Um, so we have a couple of moves uh, within the IC circuit. Uh, Samuel Villavazo is moving from the Gremlins to Ostrander Norseman. Uh, looks like Ostrander are picking up a few guys, actually. Mm. Uh, Julian Fernandez from Circle Tap to Ostrander. Uh, Conrado Zanottini from the Bombers to Ostrander. And Nestor Nova moved from uh, Bear Creek to the Pueblo Bandits. Right on. Yeah, so there's a few moves there going on. Yeah, Everybody nice. seems to be loading up. I did see a post today about uh, the ISCs being held in Surrey, BC, and they have, I believe they said 25 or maybe 35 confirmed teams. So. I can't remember oh, what, really? exactly what it was, but it's a big number. Yeah. So it, that, that'll be fantastic. Yeah. They'll probably, well, chances are they'll probably get a, a ton from out West this year. I would think so. Like, It'd be more Western based. But well, California, again, the, the I imagine California there, sure, and, and BC and Alberta and even Saskatchewan. Those, imagine you'll see quite a few of those teams that. I would think so too. Would yeah. normally, uh, you know, something, well, a lot of the time it's in, it's in Iowa, which is in the mid, but uh yeah. Being on the West, you'll probably definitely get a lot more West. I would think so. Yeah. I, I don't know for sure. That doesn't it didn't announce what the teams were, but mm. uh a lot of teams going. It's good. It's yeah. good good for, for softball. And um we should also mention something about Black History Month. Um yes. February. So um you know, there's a lot of athletes that we've had. We're very lucky that Mark Smith was uh, one of the, the the best ball players around ever, um, ever around here for sure. Yeah, <laughs> just amazing. Uh, arguably, he's he's one of the best in the world. In, yep. in fact, uh, it's funny. I, I did some reading, and it said one of his pitches, one was clocked at 109 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, Smitty was good, but. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he wasn't was a RoboCop. Like, it was not 109. <laughs> but when I read that, and that was posted on, like, a Fastball Friends or Fastball Myths or something. Yeah. Maybe it was a myth. But I'd say it was a myth. 109? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. You, you, you see a lot of those ones. Like, like they say, you know, Eddie Feener from... Yeah, the King King's Court. Court. So on one thirty four or something like that. Like yeah, maybe kilometers probably, yeah. but uh, not miles. No. Anyway. Anyway. Speaking of Smitty, we got one of his uh, former teammates coming on tonight, and, and actually one of my former teammates. Your former teammate, yeah. and the fact that he's a Nova Scotian, and we're four years into the podcast, and it's the first time he's coming on. I mean, yeah, he's kind of hard to track down. He's either surfing or <laughs> doing something with hair. Well, the funny thing is. <laughs> Come to find out, I don't even think he knew about the podcast up until. Oh yeah, they had a reunion. They for had the, the reunion for the for the Jaguars. Yeah. And somebody mentioned. He said, Todd said he's listened to. You know what? I guess here. when he retired at the age of the ripe old age of thirty. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. For he sure. just he just dropped that sport from his. Yeah. His Anyways, mind. Todd King, that's coming on. Yeah, let's get to him. Let's get to him now. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, here we go. We are happy to have on with us today. Two-time ISC World Champion with the Tampa Bay Smokers, two-time Pan Am Games Gold Medalist with T Team Canada, as well as Softball Canada, Softball Nova Scotia, and Sport Nova Scotia Hall of Famer, and the East Hands Hall of Fame. Yeah, don't well. forget the East Can't Hands Hall that of Fame. One. Jesus. The one and only Todd King. Kingo, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. 
It's an absolute pleasure, guys. How, how's things going down in the booming metropolis of Cow Bay? Cow Bay? Yeah, that's a wonderful <laughs> little community. It's kind of like the Byron Bay of Nova Scotia. <laughs> Love it. Cool that's crazy. Surf community. Yeah, you're close right to the on. surf. That's right. I knew you were into that stuff. Yeah. So what, what's keeping you busy these days? Uh, I mean, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm an accountant, right? Mm. So uh, that keeps me pretty busy. Um, we've got a firm in Dartmouth that we've got about 140 employees now, and uh, I don't know that that keeps me extremely busy. Yeah. And then two two boys, 17 and 18, wow, who are active but becoming somewhat independent, and yeah. uh, you know, a wonderful wife, and um, you know. That's, that's that's about it. All of those growing up stuff, things that you have yeah. to do yeah. in life. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I still keep an active, like, you know, with softball, obviously, but with, uh, like, I still surf a lot. Um, I do a lot of mountain biking, still play hockey. Oh, two, great. Three times a week, love it. And, you know, I try to stay in shape. Playing out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't every goal to <laughs> Absolutely. Pretty that's much. why I mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I freaking love yeah. it, man. I just, like, uh, well, Jim Bottomley, I see him once in a while. Oh, and, shit, you know, I Jimbo. told him, man, yeah, you should have freaking made me a forward dude. That would have been so much better than I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I have nightmares of Jimbo, him yelling in my in my sleep for freak's sake. It's like, yeah. Him coaching Dartmouth when I was with the Bearcats. And oh, he, yeah. And oh, yeah. He was so ruthless. Oh, man. Yeah. He was oh, just, man. He'd say Absolutely. stuff that he definitely could not get away with today. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, good fun. <laughs> oh, shit. So I, I'm going to start off with it because, I mean. Yeah, we talk about this a lot. We talk about this. What the hell were you doing stopping playing at age 30? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I mean, it, you know, I, I think I mentioned to Randy when we were teeing this up, I, I like – uh, we had a reunion for the Jaguars over yeah. the holidays. And, uh, you know, like, it's just, it's so weird. Like, at 30, I'm 54, and I just turned 54. So, I'm yeah, at 30, I stopped playing and just kind of moved on to other things. Yeah. Right? And, and uh, but, like, going back to that reunion, it's just, like, this rush of memories. <laughs> and then, of course, at that reunion, the guys mentioned this podcast, and I was like, "Oh my god, I hadn't even heard of it, right?" Because I'm like a hundred. Assume I know nothing about softball that happened from 2000 on, right? Like I'm just busy with other shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was just it just brought back all these memories, and you know, like two days later, I'm like, you know what? I could probably still play at the national or international level. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm making 54. a comeback, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. We got a, we got a yeah. spot on the Prodigy know. Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know what it's like. Oh, yeah. When you're when you're a kid and, you know, like we, I played a lot of hockey, played a lot of ball, like every single summer, every single weekend mm. is committed to something. Yeah. And then, you know, like I was getting busy with my career and I was, I got married in 2000 uh, as well. So like that. I think just wanting to do other things yeah, and yeah. Abs- absolutely no regrets. I mean, I do wish, you know, in hindsight that I stayed a little more connected. Yeah. To the friends right. that I made and for sure, but you know what it's like, it's like, you know, you move away and it's like, it's hard enough to kind of keep your head above water in your normal life, let alone yeah. like, stay in touch with everyone. So yeah, yeah people get busy. Yeah. There's no question. So yeah, how- no one was, co- no one was calling me either. <laughs> eh? <laughs> 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 I actually said to Randy, like, it's kind of like, 
at that age, so you and I are the same age, and at 30, I was kind of hitting my prime, actually. I started playing with the Brookfield Elks because East Hands had folded, but then you just kind of dropped off the map. It's like, and I didn't know, and back then, you know, social media wasn't big, so I didn't know if you were away playing an IC team or, an, you know, right. whatever it was, but you were just kind of gone. Making a family. Just, yeah. yeah. My yeah. arm was just getting tighter every year. I think if I yeah. threw a ball now, my arm would just, like, break off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that the Jags reunion, how many... Uh, how many of the boys were there? Uh, God, there were like 10 or 12, you know, oh, like Gord showed up. Smitty actually couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but you know, Jeff Cameron and Scotty Hirschman and Jason Ferris. And like, there was oh, a whole, wow. it was a good crew actually. Yeah. You know, and it's like one of those things again, it's like so long ago yeah. Yeah. seeing these guys. And it's like, Okay, I know, I know, I know I've played with you, but I don't even remember your goddamn name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's so bad. I'm just like getting so old and forgetful. Wow, it's My weird. My brain is full, dude. Wow. Hey, listen, I said to Framer earlier, back when you and I played uh, minor ball together, did you know we're number 22? Oh, you have a much better memory than I. We could always call Todd Martin, but I don't know, honestly. <laughs> Fuck, so you listen to his. <laughs> Todd would definitely know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just that what it's funny. I can remember some numbers for whatever reason. I just remember you wearing number 22. But anyway. Actually, I think I, I came across the picture. Yeah. The Sport Nova Scotia Hall of Fame has a picture. Oh. And I think, yeah, oh, Todd, okay. you yeah, were yeah. wearing number 22. So. Yeah, that's With cool. the East Hands Expos. Yes. Yeah, the Expos. That's very, yeah. yeah. Well, that was awesome. That's a perfect oh, segue. That was like one of the best, one of the best times. That's yeah, that was perfect, seg perfect segue oh. into into how you got your start in the game. So we know you got your, your product of the East Hands Minor Ball. Maybe uh, uh, touch on that and how you got your start in the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I think when I was like six or seven, my dad put me in, in T-ball, uh, or I don't even know if they had T-ball back then, in Wellington. You know, people literally wearing like jeans and corduroys <laughs> out in the field. It was like, yeah. <laughs> we're talking like, you know, Bush Lake, absolutely. But hey, you got to start somewhere. And yeah. what was cool about it is like, around that time they built a ball field in grand lake yeah right across your street right yeah yeah, yeah exactly of course. and i remember when we we the community built that field they filled in a swamp which you probably can't do now right uh, michael laurie who owned all the park back there he donated the sod and my dad was in there like cutting the sod and you know wow. frank curry or donnie mcdowell had a bulldozer and they literally made that field um and then then they had a team and you know i remember Steve Schneiderman played yes. on that team, the Geo Lakers, Grand Lake Oakfield Lakers. <laughs> oh, wow. And you can imagine Steve, like, you know, he's such a freaking amazing guy. And he was, yeah, you know, was he had, cool. he had had some, yeah, exactly. He had had some like success in his career. And so he was like the hot guy on the field, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. catch, catching balls behind his back and like, pump <laughs> and, yeah. right. And, uh, anyway, and that's what I think inspired me and, you know, Shane and I would play and then we started playing up and up in Enfield, yeah. which is where I, I played all my minor sports. And, uh, you know, that just, well, you were part of it, man. Like it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was a good yeah, That would have been back in the day when, you know, Enfield had a team, Lance had a team, Helmsdale had well, a team, everybody had Carol's yeah, Corner, Milford. Yeah. 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 At some point we started playing like the town teams, you know, I remember like the Midtown. Oh God. Like, yeah. You remember those guys? Like, yeah. like Bruce Spicer, we called him yeah. Reggie, like Reggie Jackson. And, you know, like, <laughs> that's right. Told. Yeah. That's right. And we were just like, I mean, you saw our uniforms, right? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those guys were all men. Oh, Wayne yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. A bunch of them. Yeah. Kevin Reed. Like, yeah. Oh, Reed, right. Reed or holy yeah. jumpings. That guy was, that was Midtown could, Tavern. They yeah. were nasty. What an athlete. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that guy. Athlete. I remember that Couldn't guy. Couldn't sing worth shit, but he was an athlete. 
He could dance though. He could dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess Todd, uh, you know, working your way up through the minor ball system there, uh, when did uh, the Canada Games team kind of come on your radar? I mean, I honestly don't remember exactly. I was flipping through old pictures trying to like spur some memories. And I saw, and Chris, you might be able to fill this in. We had this like Labatt's blue team that Tommy and Frank Carlo coached. Yeah. I'm assuming that was largely part of the Canada Games program. Games program yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, I, I, I'm assuming that I think we played maybe in, I can't remember if we played in this intermediate or the senior league with that team and then then the Canada Games team in the summer of I guess it was 89 89 yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh, you know I mean that was <clears throat> that was um we kind of jumped over we should go back and talk about Steve and, oh yeah of course too. yeah yeah. Um, yeah but but we t- we uh but to go <laughs> to talk to Tom which again god rest his soul right like uh, yeah he was just an amazing coach and he's the first person that really like instilled like fundamentals in me Mm -hmm. and uh you know and that you know as as someone who likes details and you know i'm an accountant right um and you know and likes to be in control of things i i really like really enjoyed that part of Mm -hmm. the game and like learning it like watching how do you do this how do you (laughs) properly square up to a ball um and you know tommy was just the best at that i remember like 10 feet half a second is 10 feet in the baseline right that's right yeah yeah Yeah, Tommy, smart man. By like, I had Tommy for '97 Canada Games, and to this day, still best coach I've ever I've ever had. Oh my god, just yeah. he's a saint too, right? Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. We had there's a Paul Purcell from uh, Pudge Pudge from Anaganash. He played in the '93 yeah. Canada Games team. He is the can he ever do an impersonation of Tommy? Oh, yeah. you know, like, it is amazing. It is gold. Like it's just well, unreal. Tommy just embraced yes. his whole persona. He right? did. Yeah. I, I just loved it. When I'm looking at the, the picture right now of that team and like, oh, what a, what a great bunch of guys. I remember, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys knew, but I actually get selected. I have no idea why. Cause I mean, honestly, as far as I they must've just drawn it out of a hat, but I was the flag bearer for Canada. Oh yeah, Nova Scotia in the Canada game. Oh shit! Wow, oh, wow. scared shitless. Yeah, <laughs> like on national television, and we're just like basically coming from Enfield, yeah. just like right into the you know it's on yeah. CBC, yeah. just literally shitting myself. Oh, I that's remember awesome. before before we went out on the field in the opening ceremonies, they staged all the athletes in this indoor auditorium, and it was like a big hockey rink almost. Yeah, and they had every team had a section. Anyway, and of course, Ontario's section was three times as large as, yeah. as everyone's. Of course, and the, and the, all the and the teams would start a wave, and you do a wave, and the, you know the, this wave would go around the whole thing, and then it would get to Ontario. They would stop it dead, and they would like wait two seconds and turn around and like make faces and scream at everyone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which was like you know coming out of such a small town, of yeah. a small province. Yeah. Like it's just intimidating. Yeah, who right? the fuck like, are these guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, you know you have to. I think like growing up in sports, and if you want to get to that national or international level, you have to kind of like experience some of those things, of and eventually you realize, of course, they they put their pants on the same way you do. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So, how'd you guys do at the at the games? Ah, uh, God, I think we came like eighth or something like that. It oh, okay. was, uh Yeah, I don't think we did did that well who were your pitchers back then in 89 Wade cook 
Al Cookie well, Man. Was, um, who the hell else was pitching? 89. Oh, Timmy Mackenber. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, and, you know, Scott Hirschman, Todd Bishop, Dwayne Miller, Jason yeah. Harley, like, all yeah. that crew. Yeah. Wow. Um, there was another pitcher, Andrew, um, anyway, I forget his last name, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good, Mike Miller was on that team. All right. Andrew Fulton. Right? Andrew Fulton. That's it. Yeah. And Jeff Cameron too, actually. So, oh, you know, we had a pretty solid, Jeez. solid pitching I guess staff. you did. Wow. Yeah. Andrew Fulton. He I was from Shubenacadie, actually. Was he? And he just one game got out of, well, I was catching back then and one game kind of got out of hand and, you know, obviously had a bit of a temper throughout my career. Mm-hmm. Wade was pitching and threw, threw a, it was a pass ball or a wild pitch. I went back to the backstop and a run came in and scored and Wade had come to the plate. And I just turned around and just pinned it back at him. <laughs> anyway, right off the top of his glove and off his forehead. Oh, shit. <laughs> Split him wide open. He had to play the rest of the games <laughs> with stitches in his forehead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oops. I actually ran into Cookie not long ago. I think he works for the post office. In, yeah, he's, he's, in he's down in West Hans still. Yeah, yeah, really wow. nice guy. Really nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. So except for the big scar on his forehead, but yeah, nice guy. <laughs> 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 <Exactly>. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so is it, would that have been the the same year like that the Junior Worlds were in Summerside? Uh, I think they were because I remember I got asked. I got I had a tryout for the World Junior Team. Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, that I know Newf Colin made that and, uh, I think Andy Jackson might've pitched in it. I don't really remember who else was there. And, you right. know, I was like, not the, the whole national team thing wasn't even on my radar back then. Yeah. Again, scared shitless went up, you know, I think, you know, I probably had six at bats and I don't think I touched a ball. You know, I think I had a horrible showing and it, you know, it was probably Mark Smith, that got me that tryout, I suspect. Gotcha, uh, or maybe yeah. no, you know, and there was the coach of that team actually was Hel- from Halifax, Ronnie Clark. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ronnie, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I think, you know, maybe Ronnie, Ronnie probably got me the, the, the tryout. But yeah, disappointing. Yeah. I was intimidated. I was scared shitless. And, you know, like I said earlier, sometimes you got to go through a couple of those to get comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I ran into Ronnie Clark this summer. Man, you're running into everybody. I haven't seen him in ages either. I, he was in Surrey. Does we he are, still we look are... like Richard Simmons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was awfully orange. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, I don't know the girl he was with, the lady he was with. He's probably like 40 years younger than him. But anyway, I ran into him in, uh, we were at Nationals in Surrey this past summer and I ran into him there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Cool. He came over and introduced himself, but I knew who he was just from well, the past, I guess, but anyway, yeah, yeah it's exactly. kind of weird to see him. It's funny yeah. you mentioned that. So, Todd, after that Canada Games here, what uh, is that when you headed down to New Zealand? Uh, I think I, I went, I was in New Zealand in 1991. So, yeah, okay, I 20, I was 20. So, so how'd that, how'd that all right. come about anyway? Um, I think that you know, I wasn't the first to go down, there were some people that had gone down the year before and. I forget exactly who it was, but you know, it was made known that anyone that was decent at ball could go down and play a season and have a lot of fun. And I was kind of didn't really have a direction in uh, in university at that point in time. You know, right. I had a couple of years under my belt, but was kind of just bumbling around on academic probation. Didn't know what I wanted to do, so uh, yeah, I took the opportunity. A bunch of us went down and uh, and had a freaking amazing time. Like I. I just started out with a little club team in North Harbor, which is like right across from Auckland. It's kind mm-hmm. of like Dartmouth, Halifax. Right. And uh, and then I got picked up 
uh, by there was like a team playing in the National League called Dorori. They were sort of the team in our league that represented our league or our club, um, you know, on the national stage. Right. And uh, Hayden, Hayden Smith was on that team. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Shane Hunahuna was on that team. That's how I got to know the Hunts. <laughs> yeah, that's where I, yeah. that's we're crazy, get into actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Like I was listening to that podcast that you guys did. Cause of course, once I started listening to it, I'm like, Oh my God, like this is just bringing so many memories back. And yeah, I heard Shane, he didn't even remember my name. I'm like, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we only spent six months together. Oh my God. I gained 10, I gained 10 pounds because of that guy. I bet. <laughs> oh my God. That guy's an animal. That guy is a freaking tank. Oh my God. He was, and I don't know, he was like 16 years old when he was playing for us, I think. And it was just like, he would just, when he turned on a ball, man, he was so good. Yeah. Um, just such a natural hitter. And just everyone loved him just because he was so quirky, you know? Yeah. Hayden used, Hayden used to call him the Hunts of all Hunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my God. So you, like, you would have ran into him, obviously, down the line, ISC Worlds and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. When he yeah, became yeah. more of a more of a filled out and became a tank, but uh, yeah, yeah. Based, based on that fast pitch movie, I mean, he <laughs> he lived his life just like you know, just well, did that's what he, what wanted he was to do. like when I when we hung out. Like, <laughs> it was just totally go with the flow. Yeah. Like just you know, I mean, I was flipping through some of the old pictures, and like he got to know the, my uh, my sponsors, you know, the people that I lived with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they were, you know, they just loved him, of course, because he's just such a lovable guy. And, you know, you can see, like, that's exactly what happened to him there. And was it Ashland that he ended up? Yeah. 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 I mean, and it was just like, he's just a salt of the earth, you know, and he he doesn't, there's no ego with the hunts. Right. Right. Yeah. So that loves going and smashing balls and smashing sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now that experience down in New Zealand, how, how much did that help your career? Um, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it gave me some confidence and there was a guy down there that played on our Dorori team. Dorori Birkenhead was the team I played on. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was Phil Casey, just a, like a real, he probably weighed like a buck 20, uh, but he was a slapper and he just showed me from day one. He's like, you're fast, you're a lefty. So, you know, you know, you that left, so you yeah. should learn to slap. And that's where I started slapping. And, wow. Yeah. You know, back there, there you played on like our club games, we just played on the grass, right? They had these like these pop-up backstops and you just play yeah. on a rugby field and they throw the bases out. And I was like, Oh my God, what have I gotten into? But you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like you play in Dominican, right? You see like the, the fields of Dominican are terrible. That's why their middle infield is so freaking good. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you got to learn how to field if you're taking it off wet grass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now the, uh, so, yeah, that definitely helped. I mean, you know, when, when I came back, of course, that's when, you know, I learned how to slap and I learned how to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was 21. I, I had my 21st birthday there. And like in the UK, they, you, you have to drink a yard of beer, oh which God. is eight beer without oh. tipping the glass down. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, uh, that'll get you into it pretty real... quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. it was pretty bad. Yeah. I want to ask a question, Todd, just about slapping yeah. itself because it's it's kind of disappeared in our game. Um, Is it? Yeah. Like it's, uh, it, we have a couple of kids. Uh, well, Nick White being one, he's young guy, bats left, runs like yeah. I've not seen he's anybody run before. Fastest runner ever. Yeah. And uh, I talked to him and I actually talked to, I don't know if you, do you know Jeff Ellsworth, Elsie? 
by chance? I know who he is. Yeah. Anyway, Elzy's uh, one. He coaches Hill United in the IC job or IC league. Anyway, Nick's on that team. And I just talked to Elzy a bit about slapping with Nick, mm-hmm. and he think he said, you know, we should work on something with that. What ever happened? Because you slapped, and then I remember there was a fucking bucket full of guys that would slap, and it was yeah. me being a shortstop. Of course, it was always hard to play. You had to stand right beside yeah. the mound essentially. But yeah. can you talk a little bit about the art of slapping? Because like, you, sure. you, you know, brought it I back. Wrote, yeah. uh, I wrote like a three or four page article on this for Smitty. Once. Oh, wow. The short game, I think. And uh, I, I should flip it to you. Because yeah, please do. Like it actually captured all of my philosophy around slapping at yeah. the time. I mean, you know, the biggest challenge with me being a slapper is I, I, I stopped hitting, right? Like I, yeah, of course. Like before I went to New Zealand, I could hit okay. I mean, I, I didn't hit. I think my only home run was like on a 200 yard field and it was like scraping or 200 foot field. And yeah. It was like scraping the back of the fence. Right. On, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. As it went out, like I was not a power hitter, but like, if you don't hit, you're making black less effect. Right. Um, and it seems like now in ball, it just seems like everyone can hit and maybe, maybe that's why you don't slap. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and, but it seems the girls are. No, oh, the girls are stopping. Yeah, girls do, yeah. NCAA for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, so I'll flip you that article. Yeah, please do, I please mean, do. Obviously, it's very dated, but it does capture my my logic at the time. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I God, I mean, the, the number of like infield doubles I had, and you know, little little bloop doubles. Oh man, I remember. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Because you'd be playing in on you hit a effective. chopper and bounce over your head, and then the next thing you're standing on second base, or yeah, it was yeah, you, it was very, Ricky very LeBlanc, effective. Steph, uh, yeah. Renee, all those guys. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Whitey's doing it right now, doing like normal, just singles, not doing slaps. Like, yeah, when Whitey hits a single, he's, stand, he's standing up at second base. Yeah, right. He's just that quick. <laughs> like, yeah, that quick. But yeah. he could utilize yeah. his speed much better if he became a slapper, in yeah. my opinion. You know, and if you're if you're going to slap, and they like all of a sudden the chains up, change ups in front of you, it's really easy to just turn it into a drag bunt. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a nice tool. Yeah. yeah, I'd be interested to see that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, on the slap. Yes. Right? So after I got back from New Zealand, I went to Newfoundland for the summer. Right. And, uh, you know, I was like, I got recruited by Stokes. It was the junior, they had a junior nationals there mm-hmm. and I was playing for Newfoundland. Andy Jackson and I were kind of like, you know, recruits hired guns. So came in and I was all <laughs> cocky rolled, rolled up in the senior league in Newfoundland first game. <laughs> Walk up the plate. Dick Davis is catching. Bill Davis is pitching. Anyway, first pitch, square to slap. Next pitch, off the head. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Newfoundland. Billy, they don't fuck around. Billy Davis walks, walks up. He says, stand in there. Hit the ball like a fucking man. <laughs> I literally was not allowed to slap that whole summer in that league. I'm not joking. That's wow. crazy. Like, you, you're not allowed doing it. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, must've been great summer though. In Newfoundland, you know, I mean, that's it was, especially oh my God. being those, in your early twenties. Amazing. Oh, yeah. those guys are amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that town's amazing. And I mean, the weather's just, I remember walking to a game in late August through a field and there was frost on the grass. Like it's, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like it's just never, they just didn't get summer that oh, yeah. anyway. But, it's, but it was, yeah, their, their weather going. over there is great. Like when we went over to nationals there a couple of years ago, we, 
we yeah. got the jacket you have on. And, yeah. and for the first three days, it, it was, it was 30, 30 degrees every, every day. day. We're like, yeah. why do we have these parkas? Late August. Yeah, it was weird. But then yeah. the last two days, we definitely needed them. Yeah. As we watched. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we ended up losing that <laughs> one to, uh, well, ironically, Colin Abbott was playing for, I forget what, what was it? Portage the Prairie or some team out west. Oh, He's that's right. For for a while. Yeah, Abby was saying that mm. on his podcast. Yeah. I remember you saying how he yeah. went back home and and, yeah. and beat the Noofs and yeah, yeah some of them weren't the too happy. <laughs> oh, but the Noofs were so fun to play with, man. They oh, were yeah, such good guys. Yeah, yeah. oh, they still are. They're like the they're the powerhouse of the game now. Well, I said yeah. I heard, I hear that. That's amazing. Yeah, they're good for them. They're, oh, they're so good. Yeah. The Easton Synergy Fast Pitch Bat. Reintroduced in 2023, the Easton Synergy was designed to give fast pitch players the ultimate combination of performance and durability. Men's fast pitch was ignored by companies for years, but no more. Get your very own Easton Synergy at an authorized Easton retailer near you. Um, so when exactly did the, the keys form? Like when how did that all come to be? I mean, we talked about it with um, Smitty, but that was like four years was, ago. <laughs> I don't know if it was tw- 92 or 93 but it was around that time yeah um i know i remember i played for miller's in truro in yeah. 91 with smitty right uh, oh shit you know, i remember greg, that. greg Patton, greg Patton, Geek. and circus and yeah. all those guys um which was amazing yeah and uh yeah i caught smitty hey, you know what's funny todd circus's son uh yeah. cam plays on our senior team now no way. He's a catcher. I yeah. gotta come out and watch you guys play. I'd love to come out and watch you guys play. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, Greg Patton. He was a Geek was my favorite growing so, oh, up. He was yeah. so good. Honestly, he was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember once there was a play and I was on second. I, I was in second and he was on shortstop or something, and I was just kind of like we were going for the same ball. And I just remember just being in awe of how quick his hands were. Like he yeah. fielded this ball, like he turned a double play or something. Yeah. It was just right in front of my face. And I was just like, my eyes couldn't even register how fast <laughs> that just happened. Yeah. And then you go smoke a pack of darts in the fucking dugout. hundred percent. Well, I mean, it was softball in the nineties, dude. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. The beauty. At the, at the 99 Pan Ams, like yeah. Nutter, Greg Patton was like literally in Z-Man or like cupping smokes on the bench. He's <laughs> like panning down the bench. Right? <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. So I guess back, back to the keys formation. So I guess that yeah. stemmed from after the Miller season. <laughs> yeah that just uh i mean I, I remember i think smitty just called me and said i'm starting a team and um you know and of course like the people and i can't remember that first year like who was there but it was like you know at some point it was like Dwayne miller and scott hirschman and barry wright and todd bishop and jason darley and uh, you know glennie edwards and mm-hmm. timmy sloan white and yeah. jane sloan white yeah. like it was a such an awesome cecil wright was always there you know and, yeah I don't know if you remember uh, Donnie Wheeler, yep. our manager, and he was just like, what a bunch of characters, you know? Like, and it was so fun because it was like we were nobodies, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, and we started building and we started going to tournaments and we didn't, we'd go up to like Bedford Mines or Pont Rouge or wherever. And, um, like, we were starting to, you know, make an impression on people. We were starting to take down some pretty big teams. We, I remember in like one of those early years, we gave Toronto Gators a run for their money. Um, 
And it was like, that was just probably like the most rewarding part of my career. <laughs> yeah. Was like with the Keiths, you know? Yeah. Um, because we were really, we just started from nothing and we built it together. Yeah. And that's how you got better. It was, you know, going away and playing those, oh, playing the better teams, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That like, man, I can remember, like, I can remember when you guys would come up and play the Elks because I lived in Brookfield. I lived right behind yeah. left center field. And wow. I can remember, you know, I think the biggest thing I remember, you guys stole, like your uniforms is what always caught me. Yeah, like, fuck you guys them. had sick uniforms. Yeah. Like that, you know, I, I was they were sick uniforms. Oh, they were yeah. so, so awesome. But I uh, actually have one hanging yeah. in my closet. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I got to play with you guys in 94. If you remember. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, we got to, we went to Saskatoon and lost in the final to Rempel Brothers. That was that was the best year, right? Like yeah, it was. That was a great that year. That was an amazing year. I thought it's funny. Like I was going through all my pictures, Chris, and I couldn't find you, and I could have sworn you were. And that's yep. So yeah, you know, I'm not crazy. Yeah, you were picked up, weren't you? I was picked up, yeah, but yeah. I didn't play the whole year. Neely broke his leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I was playing with Windsor Legion that year, and then uh, right. Cause I was picked up to go to Summerside with you guys too for the Summerside 94s, but then our team was put in late. Sort of Summerside 48s, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what a fucking yeah. gong show. That was a gong show. Yeah. Oh my Jeez. God. Although you batted 500. You, went, you batted 500, man. You had, that was it. Yeah. In six at best. Yeah, you played three fucking games. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. I will say though, that summer, I don't know what it was. But I could not strike out. I went, yeah. I went the pan, I went the ISC, and then I went to nationals, and then I went. There was something in between, or and I, I did not strike out for like two months. Wow, that's crazy. And, man. You know, it yeah, it was like I, I don't know what it was. Like I'd never really had another time in my career where I was like that much in the zone. Like Just I remember being him. up against Darren. But all that shit he was throwing and was, didn't really know him that well. And I'm just like, there's no way he can throw it by me. I might wow. chase the ball out of the zone and, and tip it, but he's not throwing the ball by me. Wow, man. Like I, which was weird, eh? Yeah, I yeah. felt like that after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's funny? what that formula was. What, what's funny in my notes here, in 94, my, I have a question here. It's like, is this when your confidence started kicking in? And I mean, the fact that you didn't strike over two months, I, I'd safe to say that your confidence was kicking in. Yeah, yeah it was. It was just... I don't know what it was, but I just, it was the, like I had the timing right and I was just seeing everything so well that I just, you know, wasn't scared of anything. Well, it led to being named to the national team in 95. Uh, how, mm. how special was getting word that you made the team? That was uh, kind of a shock, honestly. Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. And of course, like have the opportunity to go to like, Argentina um, with a, with all of my heroes. I mean, you think about like (laughs) that team was just guys that I didn't really know any of them. And, and of course I didn't play, Um, you know, I might, I might've played against whatever, some of the lesser teams, but I didn't get to play. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But, you know, I did get to pinch hit or pinch, uh, pinch run. I mean, in the, in the championship game under the lights there against the Americans, which was, which was, I think I ran into a double play or something like that. But hey, you got to run. Was, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty well, amazing. It's, it's another one of those things. It's one of those experience moments, right? That, you know, just goes in the memory bank. And, and Absolutely. It's, you know, and it's all the reps and BP and yeah. just getting to know and demystifying all these guys who are your heroes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And, of course, we won. And then, like, it was 
it was such a weird, like those events. Well, first of all, they had us, you know, the, the real Pan Am games were in Mar del Plata, which is like the resort area of Argentina. Like, just think Argentina right. resort. Yeah. Like can, you can imagine, right? All these like athletes from all over the Americas. Yeah. The softballers were 500 miles north on some stinky old river called <laughs> Imperina. Like, it was like we didn't get a sniff of the main venue. And it was it was horrible. Oh, I mean, the people were amazing. Yeah, yeah. People were just incredible. But like in terms of a venue, wow. I remember like it was just such an adjustment for even the veterans because the food was really tough. It was a lot of heat. There were some security issues they were dealing with. Yeah. We guys with guns like on our bus all the time. Oh shit. Like it was just every everyone had like you know, like the diarrhea kind of thing going on. And <laughs> yeah. Jody Hanniger lost like 20 pounds or something. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, I can tell was, you, uh, I can tell you right now, yeah. if it was today, that would not happen because softball is massive in Argentina. Now. Oh, it's crazy. Really? Oh yeah. It's, yeah. 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 It's I mean, we like, had a lot of people at the championship game, but yeah. it was like, it was just in general, like a lot of the games, like in the round robin and everything really there weren't really many that many people at and they were in fields that weren't great i think the way they do sorry the way they do it now in argentina is actually they bring all of the athletes on their national team live all in the same city year round yeah like that's how yeah that's how geared up they are like it's crazy like if the pan ams were in argentina i think the ball the ball field would be on a resort now that's how big it is there like yeah that's that's awesome Yeah. yeah They're a powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, then, of course, <clears throat> you guys would go on to win it in, in Winnipeg on home soil. Yeah. Uh, how cool was that one, you know, winning on home soil? That was – and that, well, that one, you know, you know, it's it's weird when you go as a – as much as it's team sport and as much as it's not all about you, I think when you when you're part of a championship team but you have a very, very minor role – somehow you feel and maybe it's just like imposter syndrome or whatever but you feel like you haven't really earned it mm-hmm. um and so you know it's like yeah everyone else deserved to be here but i didn't so that's you know i had a bit of that going on oh that's 95. too bad yeah yeah <laughs> well um but then in 90 99 you know i started and like our team we didn't make a we didn't make an error the entire week wow. of that tournament. Oh, that's right too, yeah. And and uh you know, it was, you know, I feel like I played like a significant role and I feel like, you know, I and we deserved it. Um although I did watch the game recently just to kind of familiarize oh, yeah. myself with the and that guy with the, the the we were out at first base there on the, oh, yeah. in the last inning eh? yeah by like half a step yeah which not on home soil baby <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah dave was, houghton uh, was umpiring first base <laughs> <laughs> jesus oh man oh that's awesome yeah so but uh winnipeg was awesome um you know the I, the ISF ninety two I think we no ninety six we played in uh, in Midland Michigan oh that's right which yeah, was yeah. we we came second yeah. in that one and uh, that was tough the Kiwis were tough and honestly at that at that point I think they were picking signs and we just didn't know oh yeah mm-hmm. um, you know I know that was something that really came up after like in the next round i think yeah it did yeah um so it was with video uh, cameras <laughs> yeah i don't know if they had video cameras in, in midland but uh you know it certainly felt like they either had our pitchers picked 
or they were like relaying signs or whatever. Yeah. But I remember I started, I think the championship game against the Kiwis, they started me in like left field or something. And I was I like, oh my God, do you know how terrifying it is? Where am I? Like third baseman catcher. <laughs> and you'd stick out. Yeah. And Brian Patton was out there. He's like, it's okay, kid. Just like stick with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what a beauty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brian Patton. Yeah, we just had him on the podcast a couple months ago. He was uh, he was so good. Like he's again the guy. The guy has no ego. He's just like no, but but very very confident in his ability. And you know when all these young guys coming on the team, you could tell he just wasn't threatened at all. He was just trying to pass along his wisdom when he had the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just and you know he certainly had the respect of his teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and competitors. Yeah. Yeah. Darren Zach thinks very highly of him. I remember when we asked Darren uh, when we had him on. He said, "Yeah, that uh, you have that guy down there too, that slapper." We like, "Yeah, Yeah. Todd King." (laughs) 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 For two years in Tampa, and on the national team for six years. I know. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. I I heard that actually. I had to laugh. Yeah. He's a classic. I roomed with him a few times. I don't know why. I threw the shortest straw, but in Tampa, I roomed with him a couple times. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> if you did not beat that man to sleep, you were not sleeping that night. Is yeah. that right? We we yeah. heard oh. that he was a quite a quite a snorer. It's like Fred Flintstone, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big person snoring yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. How awesome was he? Oh, oh fuck! I mean that yeah. that ninety five ISCs. I mean that's just that stuff of legends right there. And he is one. We were just so lucky too to be able to witness it just because we got to play in that era. But I mean, there are really good pitchers now, no question, but Darren was just another guy, man. It's (laughs) just just so many different, you know, I get, I got a chance to catch him a bit too. Right. Yeah. It's just like kind of running our fingers at some, I was going to say how many signs does he have? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think we had six or something. Like he had this little (laughs) swirly thing for the low speed rise, you know, he had that like off speed rise ball. Yeah. Just that would just buckle people. Oh God. Yeah. And that, and that, that drop, that drop change that he had too, that it just seemed to like, yeah, he had guys like the best players in the world swinging when the ball's bouncing in front of the plate. So (laughs) crazy. Well, good segue into the Tampa Bay smokers here for a bit. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, quite a quite a club you had there. I mean, how'd you, how'd you end up there? Um, I was reflecting on that, and I, I remember, I guess it was in I started there in '96. Um, so at some at some point in '95, um, you know, I was talking to the Gators. I was talking to the farm base with the Gators, Terry Bader, who was the national team coach at the time, yeah. so who I who I played for, um, the farm, because Jody was there, Nova Scotian, right? And, yeah, of course. And Tampa, and I don't really remember the connection to Tampa beyond just meeting Pete at a couple of tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was just talking to all three of them and trying to make the right decision, kind of leaning to the Gators um, just because they were the team that I knew best. Right. And Terry, the national team coach, was there yeah. as well and just liked a lot of the guys. Z-Man was there. But then, I don't know, Pete flew me down and I got to meet him and got to meet some of the guys. And, like, I just 
liked the idea of playing in Tampa, honestly. Like it, well, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like, do I want to go to Toronto or do I want to go to Tampa? Yeah. But, and we have this yacht here that you guys can party on. Yeah, and 16 <laughs> fucking sets of uniforms. and Yeah, I know. Some fucking but, big-headed you know, mascot. I think it was only 12 or something. But, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but, he, but, he, but he was, like, people said, you know, a lot of people were pretty hard on Pete. But honestly, like, he treated us like his kids. Like, he... He, he loved the game. I, I 100% believe that. It wasn't just some big ego thing for him. It was like he was just like a kid about softball. Yeah. Just giddy about it. <laughs> Once, with, I think the national team was down and we were playing like a weekend uh, event with the uh, so national team and the smokers. And Steve Price was down with the national team and... Everyone in the entire Pete went into pinch hit. Like so, once in a while, Pete would actually get take the bat and go up the plate. <laughs> right? Anyway, and fucking Pricey pinned him intentionally. No way. <laughs> I can still see him. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> That's Everyone wicked. Everyone in the field knew that it was intentional. Except for Pete. Right? Uh, uh, he's like, oh, geez, I get to go to first now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was uh, he was visible though. I mean, he had like the Ferrari Testarossa. Yeah. He had like yeah. all this Louis Vuitton stuff. And yeah. Well, see, you, you watch that fast pitch movie and you get the impression. Like, that's the impression that we got of him. Yeah, so you know, you know I mean? that he loves the game, but he's also fucking pompous as shit is the way it came off. Oh, yeah. that, that's how it came yeah. off. Like, and yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, a movie. I think that Jeremy was playing some of that up, right? I mean, yeah. It's good media. Right? Yeah, so yeah. He was really. Oh, for but, sure yeah. it was, yeah. And I think Pete was playing some of it up, too. Right? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, some of those scenes in fast pitch are just like, yeah. <laughs> crazy yeah. yeah i remember we got a tour of his house he, he was just building a house when we were down there it was fourteen thousand five hundred square feet right on clearwater bay with a big wharf and his boat you know his big boat was at the end of the wharf yeah it was just it was the same you know it's like all these celebrities were like living in this community and everything that's so, nuts man you know Little boy from Grand Lake going down there. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is pretty cool. <laughs> Your old man's back still in Grand Lake fucking flipping sods trying to fix that ball field. <laughs> and you're down there I know, exactly. <laughs> on a yacht. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when the fuck's dog going to help me here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. Like, and they had, like, it was the, the professionalism. Like, yeah. I remember I got my yeah. contract and. Like I still have that contract. Like it was like this beautiful letterhead, you know, Tampa Bay smokers. Like everything was very professional. Like yeah. you know, the, the uniforms, like they'd have them dry cleaned every game and they'd show up in like those dry cleaning bags and That's crazy, um, man. You know, that. they had yeah. they had like glove sponsors, they had yeah. like all of the gear was just amazing. And I you know, you, you know, Chris, I, I like the like the Keith stuff, right? Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very anal about like yeah. the look of all that stuff. I like yeah. the way it conveys professionalism. Oh, of course. So I think that was part of the draw to Tampa. Yeah. Those, those uh, throwback uniforms that you had were sick. Like the, I still have mine. Do you? Oh, that is. Yeah. Unfortunately, my wife washed it, so it's like twelve year old. I was gonna say, yeah, looks awesome. Put it on your son when he was twelve. Smaller back there. I guess. Well, I mean, you got two ISC wins out of it. Uh, What was it like? uh, You know, winning those. Imagine you guys had uh, some pretty good celebrations. Absolutely. Like, uh, you know, honestly, I think we should have won three. Like. The reason we didn't win in Victoria was, I think, 
like you know, we had Z and Todd Martin yeah. on yeah. the mound. Um, it was just like this whole legal pitch thing was happening, and it yeah. was just there was, was so much uncertainty, and it just yeah, it, it just ruined it. It was it all did, just totally ruined it. Yeah, it ruined our Canada games yeah. that year too. And that was ninety seven, really? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like even Erky was getting called for illegal pitches, it's, and like, yeah, come on. It's hard to explain how someone who hasn't experienced it how frustrating that is, right? Yeah. 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 Just takes away from everything, everything you've worked for. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean in 98 and sorry, in 96 and 98 and, um, in Kimberly, which is like the home of the IFC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Can't say we were the, we were the favorite there in that first time around. Um, probably not the second either, (laughs) but, uh, that first one where like Jason Hansen hit the homer and like that was, that was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. And yeah. well, the funny thing about that, I can remember Pete had those hats made up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> of course. He, even, he had those hats made up and was like, boys, I got world championship hats here for you. He had them pre made. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, he knew you were going to win. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had them for the last six seasons. Yeah. Too, <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't put the year yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, yeah, I mean, the opening ceremonies in 98, he walked out with the with those throwback unis on. We actually played in those throwback unis. How hot was hot that? I was going to say. Itchy. They're wool, eh? Yeah. They're hot. Yeah, and everyone had a cigar. And, I mean, Pete was so so kind of caught up in the... In Showmanship? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. like the Smoke and Joe. Yeah. The smoke machine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the thing is, and actually Z-Man said it best. Like, I think he actually said it in the Fast Pitch movie. And he might have said Dust was the fact that you know, it was good for the game. Like, you know, what he was trying to bring stuff out that people hadn't seen before. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, and you know, I think that Jeremy picked up on that, you know, in the movie, um, you know, how it does, you know, certainly, but uh, there's always going to be that person who or that, you know, the wealthy owner sponsor right. that wants to have to pay all the best players to play for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it happens everywhere and yeah. it, it does kind of ruin it, but it also makes it interesting. And, and, you know, the funny thing is none of them ever stay around forever. Right. No, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> or very, not. very few of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? so true. Um, and Pete, it wasn't his own. I mean, I think he would still be there if he could, but of course he got, yeah. you know, um, he's running another team now. Exactly. <laughs> In the penal league. <laughs> California penal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Oh, we shouldn't make fun, but yeah. fuck it. Yeah, well. Yeah. well, I think let's go back to, uh, we got to touch on 98 here back home with the Jags. Oh yeah. Let's, right. t- let's, well, let's talk about, how we're going to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Let's how, talk about the split. Yeah. Let's first. talk about the split. Cause I mean, that was big news around here. Like that was massive. It was news around and, here. I mean, I mean, you, you know, from my perspective, like it came totally out of left field. Like I had no idea why, but you know, you can imagine. Think about my career up till then. Yeah. Um, you know, Mark Smith had done everything for me, right? Yeah, of like, and, yeah. like he's absolutely my mentor. He's the best player I've ever played with. And then he calls up and says, "I'm starting a new team. Would you will you come play for me?" I mean, it's just like <laughs> there wasn't really a question for me and for yeah. like some of the other guys. But I, I got to be honest, like. It, it still makes me sad to think that we had to split that Keith's team up. Yeah. Because it was such a good thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just so wholesome. And, um, 
just natural, like organic. It, and we just had a great group of guys. And for some of the guys that were with us from the beginning to not, you know, well, obviously someone had to win. And, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. We got lucky and won. I mean, Barry Wright, God bless his soul. What a man. Yep. Um, pokes that one in an opposite field. And, I wasn't a poke. <laughs> no. <laughs> he only had one hand on the bat. Yeah, that's all he needed yeah. on his 38-ounce bat. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, but, but the... But, you know, like I still like I have regrets about that and not that I would have done anything differently because I a hundred times out of a hundred, I would have gone with Smitty. Right? Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah, just, yeah. That was happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like the Dwayne Millers of the world, right? And the Timmy Mackenbergs, right. those guys are like brothers to me. And like, I didn't like having to play against them. Yeah. Um, just because I felt like I belong with them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah that was and was, as far as storyline purposes, too, I mean, the fact that it was an all Nova Scotia final that year, yeah. and it was you too. Like that's just that blows my mind. Yeah, I know. Like it was. Sir, I wish. Like, is there a video around? Does anyone have that game on tape? The only video that I don't, I don't know of, about the whole game. I, I know that there's video of there's like of Musi getting interviewed and him striking out Dwayne Miller. Then, or was it? It wasn't right. Dwayne Miller. He struck out. Uh, that was on like CBC or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. Who was it? He struck yeah. with the coach of Yarmouth there. Uh, uh, wasn't it? Laurie Barron. LB. Yeah, yeah, LB. Yeah. 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 Came into pinch hit, didn't he? Yes, that's right, too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but that's the only video reference that I can. Uh, yeah, that unfortunately, I know I yeah, I've, not, I've not come across the game itself. That sucks because that was. Well, you and I are on YouTube all the time looking yeah. at games. So, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would have been nice to document the fact that there were 30,000 people there. Yeah. Right? So yeah. That was unbelievable. <laughs> the number keeps going up every time we tell the story. It's 45 <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in fact, but it was, it was like just a community thing too. And again, that's like, it's sad. It's sad that the Keiths was, they were the home team on that venue, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, that they, that they didn't win it. Um, but I don't know. Shit happens. Okay. Yeah. It's, don't have any regrets, but I do. I, I'm just sad because that we all couldn't kind of done it together. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that was the, the na- that was the nationals where uh, Abby was teaching. Marty had to toe up on the That's a, at, at the uh, lower, lower deck. deck. <laughs> lower deck. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter where they're from. Everyone loves the lower deck. Eh? It's yeah, crazy. Oh yeah. man, he yeah. told that story on here, and I thought that was. The, we still think that's one of the funniest ones we've ever heard yeah. here. But I mean, that's about you guys. Like, you guys had. Marty and Abby on that team. I mean, what was it like, you know, right. for, especially for the, the guys that didn't have that experience on the, on the ISC level for having those guys come into the team that must've, they must've been just been in awe of that. I think so. I mean, I feel like Todd got hurt or something like that. Yeah. Todd did get hurt. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he, yeah, I mean, Amusey was he, just, that's, that was kind of his was like, coming out. Marty tripped oh, at the lower God. deck and stubbed his toe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Colin was just Colin, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Like when I look at that group, the Jaguars group, you know, in hindsight, like I'm surprised that we won, honestly. When you look at the Keith squad and you look at that squad, um, outside of like Colin and, and, and Musi and, and uh, Gerald. Yeah. Because they, they had pitchers too, though, right? I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's like it's that, that group was not very experienced at the national level. No. Um, but anyway, we did it. Yeah, so. you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, two years later, you, you called her a career and then yeah. get inducted into every hall of fame that there is. What, uh, 
getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, so, you know, especially like, you know, Sport Nova Scotia, Softball Nova Scotia, mm. especially Softball Canada. How, you yeah. know, looking back on that, how how awesome was that? It's pretty cool to be recognized by your peers, you know, on the, on the softball one. I think on the Nova Scotia Hall of Fame, mm. at some point it just, you know, it's they're just going to look at how many titles you've won or whatever and eventually your names come up but i don't think everyone there really appreciates what it means right right um but but with softball softball canada one even though it's like a much smaller event and a much smaller hall uh it, it did mean a lot um to be nominated you know by my peers and of course it was one of those situations where like the event was in halifax so they had to pick some local local uh, i think it was like was it Timmy and I that went in together? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. That's right. And maybe, yeah. and there was someone else like as a, as a builder or something like that. So, uh, but yeah, certainly it's nice, but honestly, like, like in 2000, I literally like took my rings and took all my shit and packed it in a box and put, put the rings in the safety deposit box and like, let's go surfing kind of thing. And I mean, and I, and I regret that in a way, but, yeah. um, you know, it was, I would, I would never want to do it any differently. Then I did it. But right. Yeah. Oh, good it, for you. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, uh, I mean, and in some ways though, like Chris, you know, you in particular, cause you know, we grew up together and yeah. played together and like seeing what you're doing with the sport and building it and keeping it alive. And you know, this podcast is a way of like continuing to like tell the tales and, you know, create excitement about the sport. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's something that, you know, I feel maybe I should have done more of. Um, yeah. you know, my, my freaking kids wouldn't play. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is, this is the worst. My brother-in-law played baseball and I played softball and there was, I remember when our kids were like eight and we had in the, we'd go down the Valley and the in-laws had this big, beautiful backyard and what's like, bring the ball gloves down. We'll have a game of ball, set ball fields. My son, Jesse, who has a beautiful swing, stood up, hit the first pitch, stroked it really well ran to third base. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am an absolute goddamn failure. <laughs> yeah. He was not a, he was not a team sports guy. No. He was an engineer. And, and my other guy is more of a, he played soccer and I ended up coaching, um, you know, elite soccer, which is a joke because I don't even know how to play soccer. Wait, Ted Lasso. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I was assistant coach. Assistant right? coach. Oh, Nothing wrong with that, man. That's coach, good. Coach Beer. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, but but I miss the sport. I do. I really miss the closeness of it, especially yeah. the the local stuff. Like that's something that we in East Hans was so special. Mm. Like just just the, the sense of community around the whole thing. And yeah. my yeah. sense is, is that you know in sports in East Hans that still exists. That's right. Like you go to the sports X and like you can see it in the hockey. Um, I don't know about the ball, but it's uh, it's it's, it's growing tremendously. Cherish. Yeah, it's it's growing tremendously again. It did drop off quite a bit, but uh, we're really working hard at, at growing it in our community again. Yeah. Um, you should really try to get yourself out. Uh, we'll send you a text to let you know when we're playing. I'm but, going to. Yeah, yeah, but we even run Can like I we come have out a, and like throw the ball sometimes. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, man, Jesus, Jesus yes. Yeah. 
may even get you a touch. Maybe Take teach Whitey how to slap on. <laughs> yeah. Roll your ankle or something. Or yeah. Trip over your surfboard or something. Like that. Blow two Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Todd. All right, we're not we're not getting we're not getting away without player association. Yeah. For so sure. okay. we got to do player association yeah. before we get going here. So uh, I did want to ask a question first of all. Yeah, go ahead. How's yeah. uh how's your brother making out, Marty? Because I I know that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've ran into him a few times at different ranks because yeah. I know he was coaching lots of hockey. But yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the head coach of the. Uh, the Subarus now. Oh, okay. Major, major midget. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and he lives like literally I can see his house from my house. So oh, good we, stuff. You know, okay. We, we both surf, surf together a lot. And That's awesome. We work, we work out together a couple times a week and nice. Yeah. So he, he's doing great. Awesome, Mar- Marty, for asking. Marty played midget with Robin, didn't he? With, he played ball for a while. But no, I, I yes. no, hockey, oh, hockey, hockey. Yeah. hockey. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he played with Robin Eisner. He played in Dartmouth for yeah. the, then the, the year they hosted the Air Canada Cup. The Fuel Kids or something they were? Or? Uh, so I can't remember. Long time ago. I forget. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Test my memory with yeah. all I can do it. I know they actually hosted the Air Canada Cup. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Talus Cup or whatever they called it. Yeah. All right. Let's get the Player Association here. Yes. Here I, got, I got some names. I'm going to throw it to you. You touch on them, and if you have a story, let her fly. First sure. first one I have here, I mean, we talked about him a little bit before, but, of course, Coach Tommy Desette. Yeah, I mean, again, no ego. But he was just all about his players and all about fundamentals. I wish I could do the impression, because even when he said fundamentals, like he has a certain <laughs> yeah. way of saying it. I can um, hear what you're saying. Is. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, because, you know, he was like – a disciplinarian in a lot of ways. Like he was, he, he expected a lot of his players, um, but everyone on that team and not all of them really, you would expect to be that disciplined, um, but they all respected him and they all played, played to his rules. And I think they were all better for it. Wow. Yep, yeah, definitely. Beauty. Uh, next up, Barry Wright. B-man. Yeah. I was really saddened to hear when Barry passed away and, you yeah, know, a bunch tough. of us did go to his funeral and it was a shocker mm-hmm. um, because that guy was just such a beast and such a legend and like so humble yeah. and so confident in his own abilities. There aren't that many people I've played with over the years, you know, and I, I was not the most, I might've conveyed confidence, but I wasn't confident. Um, but like, you know, Barry and Mark Smith are the two guys that I never saw them blink Right. Like, uh, you know, every time Barry went up, he had the confidence that he was going to hit the ball, mm-hmm. crush the ball. And uh, and, you know, I mean, in, in the biggest moment in his career, he had the opportunity that we all want. Yeah. And and, and he did it. Right. Yeah. Sure. did. So, I mean, that's you know, that's that's all I can say about Barry. He awesome, was awesome. Awesome teammate. I've, I've told the story on here before about uh, the Arcana games here when we played you guys. It, we were in tournament Shuby. And it was a semifinal game. And uh, the night before, I slept in a ditch. And uh, <laughs> I lost my glasses. Time, so man. anyway. I heard that story. Yeah. And, yeah. and friggin' uh, Timmy Mack hits a moonshot off me. And then Barry's up mm. after him and hits one. And it almost clipped my hat <laughs> off the pitcher's mound. And it still went out straight away center. <laughs> That's like, how hard he hit it. hat right around. I was like, yeah. and it's still went out. I was like. He hit that on a piss missile, man. Like, he is so strong. I, mean, oh, I remember fuck, a couple yeah. times, like, you know, when we were out partying after a tournament or on a Saturday night and Todd Bishop 
started pushing him and getting like you know a little aggressive with him and a fairy just picked him up and absolutely body slammed him. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, <Just> pretzel him. <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah. He's so thick. Yeah. 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 Uh next up I have Hayden Smith. Hayden. Yep. Hayden was like I mean obviously incredible natural talent and like the most demented sense of humor I have ever <laughs> experienced. <laughs> I can't even say, unfortunately, I know you guys like yeah. anything goes, but I can't say some of the shit that yeah. come out of his mouth because yeah. it was so like, good God. I mean, but he, uh, but amazing talent, super funny. Right. And, uh, a great teammate. And, uh, you know, he and Shane and I had a lot of fun there in Dorori. Right on. That's awesome. Uh, Timmy Mack. Timmy, I don't think there's anyone in the world that swings as hard as Tim Mack. I agree. <laughs> <at a ball. laughs> you, you can confirm that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Timmy, like I said, I, 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 Timmy's been an amazing, we played together since the East Hands days. And um, like, I, I, I had a lot of respect for Tim and what he's done in his career. He, he was like, for whatever reason, didn't get the, um, the notoriety and the attention early on in his career. So yeah. I'm really glad that he did later on because he definitely deserved it. Yeah. Like the guy, you know, he's like a multi-dimensional player and he's got a killer attitude and, uh, you know, works hard at the craft and, and is an awesome guy too. Yeah. Still hit the longest home run I ever seen. Oh show me that night. Oh, Remember that? Right, yeah. Remember that? The first, Off first of, game with uh, the Elks. Frazier. No, Steve yeah. Thomas. Steve Thomas, right. Steve yeah. Thomas. It, so you, you know, remember the fields in Shuby, obviously. Oh yeah. He yeah. hit, he hit it and it landed in the back corner of the second field. Of right field. <laughs> in, yeah. yeah. In right field. Yeah. 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 Like that's how I, it was. Unre- I don't doubt it. As soon as he hit it, like you could hear a pin drop in should be like everybody yeah. just went silent yeah. and it was just like is it one of the ones where he just like yells too when, like when he's swinging oh he yelling oh more. he yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. to me actually lives five minutes down the road for me now he moved to lance oh no way yeah 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 haven't seen him in ages yeah but, uh, well you will so tell yeah. said hi. i sure will last but not least of course smitty mark smith yeah <clears throat> i mean look i think to, Timmy once said that uh, Jeff Cameron was so far up Mark Smith's ass he could see Todd God King's feet. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I honestly thought and still think that Mark Smith walks on water. Like that guy, I have not met anyone in my career that had the eye of a tiger like him. And yeah. I, I think he's the best pitcher that I ever caught. And I think he's one of the best hitters to ever play the game. Like mm-hmm. just killer attitude. You know, I owe a lot of what, you know, I've accomplished and experienced to him, his initiative. He used to write me these letters when I was, you know, like in midget and junior ball, just kind of like mentoring me. Wow, man. You know, I'd I'd throw my helmet and he'd be like, you know, he'd write me a two-page letter saying, you know, why I I experienced those things and... Um, Smitty and I, he's one of the few people in the game that I actually still stay in touch with. We have lunch like, you know, every few months and nice. yeah, I've, uh, he's, he's an amazing person. He's been an amazing mentor and yeah. can't say enough good things about him. And I think he's one of the best players to ever play the game. Best players and best coaches. I mean, he's got an Olympic medal now too, right? Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, it's not easy to jump into the girls game right. too. Like after you've played your whole career, yeah. uh, in the men's game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, he's, he's a great 
motivator and he's just, he's a good coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I'm, I'm lucky enough that I get to, to uh, I still communicate with Smitty a little bit because he's helped me out with this whole softball Nova Scotia thing. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's been great. Yeah. Do you know Hopi's the president of the softball Nova Scotia now? Are you really? <laughs> yeah. I was elected so back in like November. So you mean like the president, the president of the board of directors? Um, yep. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome, man. Look, As a volunteer. Board of trustees. Congratulations. <laughs> he's the hey, thank you. I heard you mention that in uh, one of the other podcasts <clears> and uh, – so that, that means you, you you have to limit your role in the East Dance organization? It does in a sense. Like I can't be a part of the association as far as the executive goes, but I can still coach okay. in the association, which right. I do. So I coach the awesome. coach up boys U11 team and and uh, the senior team, of course. So, yeah. I, I, I call him the new Dave Houghton. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fuck you. Jesus. I was just kidding. You guys together? Are you going to punch him, Chris, or what? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, when we awesome. stop recording, he, he may yeah. just do it right now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just had to get a little... classic. I never... I, see, I never get to get these little shots in. You always it's okay. Me. It's yeah. okay. Fuck, anyway. It's, right. it's important. I mean, I, I mean, I know, like, as I understand it, the girls' game is really, like, you know, blossoming, but yeah. especially in the U.S., but the men's game is... It's a little tougher and more competitive with baseball. And yeah, for so sure. Hope, hopefully you can make a difference, dude. Well, thank is, you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm certainly yeah. working at it. It's a great sport. Yep, yeah, for sure. It's my favorite. Kingo, what a great way to end this, man. Yeah, appreciate so great you. talking to you. Yeah, like especially long. Yeah, the fact that last you know. night when I talked to you, you couldn't even talk. You were coughing so bad. But uh, oh man, I know. I just uh, you know what I did. I I took your advice on the whole. Honey you got the honey. Thing. Yeah, the I just drank a liter of it. So oh, sweet, it worked. I just thought you maybe you were fucked up on Benel and you're seeing tunnel vision right now. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, um, shit. But seriously, guys, shoot me a note because I do want to come out and hope you. I'd love to come out and uh, yeah, you know, watch you guys or even throw the ball around sometime. Absolutely, absolutely. Man. I would love to have you all right kingo thanks a lot for coming cool. on man see you boys take care right. take Cheers. care congrats on the podcast it's all right awesome. man. thanks thank buddy. you take care see ya awesome fantastic great man. talk great speaker great yeah. talk that yeah. was such a fun talk kicking ass and taking names man you'll know what i'm talking about all right i wanted to mention during the podcast that the keys wore on their shirts Oh, was it? I fucking hated them. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, that was uh, fantastic. Yep. He, and uh, it, it, it is unfortunate that he hung it up so early, but at the same time, you can understand you know, why. Yeah. yeah. People make life decisions based on what they're doing in life. And you don't want to have regrets. And never want to have regrets. And no. uh, yeah, Todd, Todd was a great teammate. He was always a great guy to play against. He was always very competitive. He had that that swagger about him, like he talked about the Keys uniforms and what have you, how that it was important to them. And he always had that, but I always respected how he played because like, he was an amazing player. Yeah, I yeah. could run like a fucking deer. Yeah. Um, me being a shortstop playing against him, of course, was always a challenge because, you know, I had to have to be right by the mound yeah. and hope the hell he hits it at me because if not, he's just getting on first or second base right away. But yeah. anyway, great conversation. Great guy. Um, uh, I look forward to seeing him in the summer. Actually, I can't wait. Get him out, yeah. I can't wait to He sends a, uh, that, uh, yeah, you got to make sure you send him a text about that. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, man. Please I, do. I want to read that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a left-handed batter or anything. And I'm no, 46 years that old. Stuff. But, uh, yeah. That'd be huge for Whitey to, yeah. you know, Anything like that. Like, yeah. that's another one of these benefits of doing this, right? Like, fuck, man, that's like, the best. We're getting freaking betaism sent to us, and now we're getting. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. God damn it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, another week. Uh, awesome. This has been great. All the people uh, tuning in. Appreciate you tuning in. We're, I was saying to you before we start recording, yeah. we're approaching uh, 100,000 downloads. That's so, incredible, dude. So, yeah. yeah, that we'll probably hit that probably towards the end of next week. And, yeah. 
or actually it will be this week when this comes out. And yeah. I'm definitely going to announce that we hit 100,000. Uh, <laughs> Regardless of what it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Hobie. Yeah, bud. Have a good week. Yeah, you too. This was a great one. Great uh, one. Look forward to the next time. All right. Classified. Cheers. Hey, yo, knock, knock. Who's that? Guess who? Crew's back. Straight from the field. One and one. You get two of that. Not what you thought it was. Nah, you get all of us. The Hardy Boys. Bring it on back. This is that big boy energy for your house, honey. Class in session, give up that milk money. The flow expired and something smelled funny. Legendary made with children feeling like Gal Bundy. Ooh, what you want? Now they begging for some help from me. Used to talk shit till they went and took the help from the me. Hardy boys. I got games like bodybuilders. We raw like vodka distillers. Turn off of your glossy filters, mud. Welcome to my humble abode. Flow so cold, leave you with the runniest nose. Shining so bright, but still staying underexposed. Put a hundred on red like I got money to blow. No, we know we ain't get to choose like a duck, duck, goose. Win or lose, I ain't got nothing to prove. Fuck you. I don't need no one that my son is just us too. We gon' make it through this life, that's what tough love do. Hey, yo, knock, knock, who's that? Guess who? Cruise back, straight from the field. One and one, you get two of that. Not what you thought it was. Nah, you get all of us. The Rawlings Mantra Fast Pitch Bat helps you bring an elite level of focus, discipline, and power with you to the plate. Crafted with an innovative three-step inner barrel, this bat perfectly balances swing speed and massive pop. The fully reconstructed collar assembly creates the perfect harmony between flex and stiffness and is the number one choice for the Canadian women's national team. So the only question you need to ask yourself, what's your mantra?